this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey everybody, this is Dario with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Now, some features are not available in all states, but that's okay. In the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off of their MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, everyday true car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save your time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> okay, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us for another AfterBuzz TV After Show for Downton Abbey. This is Series Season 5, Episode 7. I'm John Comerford, joined in the studio by Tamara Bird. Hey, everybody. Alina and Courtney couldn't be with us they tonight, not be so with you're, you're going to get a big old dose of John and Tamara Just tonight. <laughs> All right, you know, you, you, sometimes I come up with these little silly, quippy little things about what happened in this yes. episode. Yes, I No, because I just want to start right in with Larry and Tim. There the are bright things prats to that t- they are. <laughs> if that's if that's an okay term, I'm not even sure how uh, how bad that term is. You're not is. sure and, if you're and, swearing or no, not in no, British? No, exactly. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. But I just, I, when that particular scene happened at the um, dinner table, I was just going, 
Oh man, I mean that was just, I just I can't not talk about it right up front because I just want to get into those guys. Yeah, well, you know, we opened the our our um, of Isabel's storyline. She finally announces you, that yeah. Lord Merton is uh, she's engaged uh, and they're going to be wed. So, and Lord Merton, are you sure? Are you sure? Are yeah. You so sure? the big announcement finally comes. We've been waiting a couple of weeks for it. Yes. And as you know, so then we're all happy. So it looks like everything's going to be grand, you know, because uh, what else goes on? Oh, Mara, Mary says, uh, you know, you should have a dinner here to celebrate. Isabel can meet your sons. It looks right? like, oh, sure, why not? It'll bring the families together. Yes. Uh, setting up this whole wonderful thing. And of course, it can't go that well um, because... Yeah, go ahead. Well, here's the thing. A yeah. wedding is supposed to be a joyous event. It's one of those things <laughs> yeah. that, generally speaking, engage, you know, they make videos yes. about engagements. Yes, but like all weddings, you got crazy family right. members. Right, fraught so, with family exactly. things. Exactly, so you got all those things going in. Right. Oh, speaking of which, let's, before we get into the whole dinner, let's also talk about uh, Violet, because that's this, what she's I, a that's big what part of say. this particular so, storyline. yeah. yeah. Because what when uh, they announce it, of course, Vi- Mary looks at, over Violet Vi- and she sees the Dowager has she kind looks of this a bit crestfallen. Yeah, a little. You know, she's she doesn't seem to be so happy about it, and, and of course, Mary wants to talk to her about it, and she makes the mistake. She misreads that look from Violet that she's jealous because their uh, positions are changing. She's not going to out uh, as well rank outrank her. Right. And of course, when we finally get to learn, we've been, you know, postulating this for a couple uh, weeks now as well. What what is she really doing? You know, because she's the on again, off again about whether or not she's helping to get them together or keep them apart. And it turns out the Dowager really is just sad that she's losing in a companion. Yeah. And that, how and much did that hit you emotionally? Well, there was so much sadness in the entire storyline yeah, because exactly. first of all, Violet is sad. Yeah. About losing losing, losing her companion. And I think it really surprised her that she felt that way, don't you? Yeah, well, she said, Mary... Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see... We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. Said something like, "I don't. I, I've never known you to be sentimental." Yeah, and she said I. something to the yeah. to the effect of, "I've never been yeah. sentimental." Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, one of those things maybe that happens with older age. Mm-hmm. Um, but also um, the idea that Mary thought that of her grandmother, and her grandmother felt slighted by that yeah you know that violet said really that's what you think of me yeah that was also and yeah. and and saying you know i've i've sort of uh how did she put it i've mistook your confidence or i've mm-hmm. i've regretted you know taking you yeah. into my confidence which was just sad but her, you know her saying i've missed ha- I, i've gotten used to having a companion or a friend mm-hmm. and i've i will miss that i yeah. shall miss that very hard, hard one because it was. You know, it's nice to see her little, her staunch, rough, roughness be kind of softened a little bit by, of all people, Isabel, because right. they, they weren't the you know, warmest of friends and they haven't been. No, but and- there's something about that, the fact that they they're the same age and uh they understand you know what it is to have children and grandchildren all that kind of stuff that it's and all loss yeah, and they've, they've both they've been through a lot together yeah. with um violet being sick mm-hmm. and you know the loss of matthew and yeah. and and so much going on within their mm-hmm. families um you can absolutely relate to the idea yeah. of 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 violet being sad of of losing her friend right. but you know there has to be some of that on isabel's 
Yeah, you would imagine and because well. they, they have begrudgingly created this bond between them, and they did seem like true friends, especially in the last few episodes. They really played that up, you know, playing cards and asking about the prince and the princess and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So they really played that up, yeah, which is great to see. So, yeah, we don't know how Isabel feels about it specifically because she they didn't have a conversation about that, but we certainly could feel it from Violet's point of view, and that was an, that was a good side of her to see. And I at that moment I felt really bad for her because that. That seems like a lonely existence. Her existence is with Denker and and Spratt, which is not Frickin going well. Spratt. So in, in all his histrionics, and, and right. Well, but at the moment that um, that Isabel announced, yeah. you know, everyone's there was this great joy around yes, the table. The Everyone's and, so happy. Let's yeah, toast and yeah. and and Vi- you know Violet the Dowager, you know, sort of. Kind of, eventually gets yeah. up and, mm-hmm. and holds up her glass and is, you know, doing her best to put on a, a brave face and, and you know, does. and really Stiff be happy. So, okay, so the dinner, everyone's concerned about Larry. Yeah, because they're afraid, you know, because of what happened last time when he put something in Tom's drink and made him appear more drunk than he was. Right, and his yeah. father said, how dare, dare you? Yes, yeah. And it was a great moment, oh, wasn't it? Was it? I mean, like... threw down the napkin and, and that yeah. whole thing. Mm-hmm. So Larry says, um, you know, he starts to what did I say? Mouthing off. Well, they uh, start talking about other things, you know, and they, they basically, they did a great pivot, you know, a political pivot where you're talking about one thing and they just pivot to what they want to talk about, which is the impropriety or improper marriages between uh, people who obviously aren't going to do well together. Right. Exactly. And how, how obvious it's going to be that they will divorce, right. you know, and everyone's just sort of chit chatting in the proper way that, mm-hmm. you know, that you do Br- dinner. British aristocracy yeah. does. Uh, you know, he's talking about the wide disparity in background and class. Mm-hmm. And that may be your undoing. Mm-hmm. Lord uh, Grantham, what did you say? Yeah. And so he kind of checks him on that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, to give him the room to backpedal. Or right. To, uh, you right. Know, exactly. But he doesn't. He just no, goes, he doubles he down and decides to jump right in headlong. Right. And who, is it his father again who says, how dare you? I don't remember who said that. Um. Yeah. Or it was Lord Merton. Well, I mean, Lord Lord yeah. Grantham, rather. But everybody else was in shock, except for Larry and Tim, who seems to have decided post-dinner, I'm mean, sorry, pre-dinner, they'd come up with a game plan, or they sort of looked like. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, and Larry says, you already boasted, you know, talking about the dubious um, choices in oh, spouses yeah. Yeah, that yeah. this family <laughs> yeah. makes, essentially. Yeah. And he says, you already boast a chauffeur, now you can claim a Jew? That's it. Yeah. Exactly. That is it. Yeah. That's it. And but okay, so Tom is the right. one yeah. who calls him on it, right? Exactly. Don't you think that that was weird? Well, yeah, because I expected because of the way Lord Burton had said something the last time so quickly when he found out what was going on. I thought for sure he was going to come to yeah. Isabel's defense right away. Yes, and it didn't happen. Then I went, "Wow, that's strange that that happened." And then I always thought because of the way they were doing the whole thing between Violet and. Isabel, I thought yep. I thought Violet would be the one to say right? something, which I was going. That would have been amazing. Yeah, it would have, especially to hear her put them in her in the in their place. But it didn't. So, but Tom did it. So, but in a way, it, it, it well, it certainly echoed the the last time they were together when they were yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. So, and somebody was had to say something. Everybody else was being too damn polite about the whole thing. And was, yeah, well, and and you know, not out of character for Tom no, to say something, no. but out of character that he would be the one who finally spoke yeah, up. Because exactly. you would think that the patriarchs yeah. of all the other families oh, would come up the, before him. Because it seems so out of 
I don't know what's the right term. At well, the just moment. incredibly uncalled for. Well, I was rude. It was insolent. All those things and everything. But I was going, wow, this seems out of proportion. I, I get that, you know. Okay, so they don't want their mother replaced or whatever. But to do it there Come in that on, way in front of everybody, like, and it's not like they're 15 years old. Oh, yeah, I yeah, mean, I know. seriously, it's like, what, do, what do they have to worry about? And I understand that they're saying their position, but their position is secure because they're the, they're the sons of this guy. They're going to inherit everything. It's, She's not. Yeah, it's, I, you know, I think it's just BS. Yeah. But um, it was, classist. Yeah. But it would see, you know, the other thing is, and I know that we, he's already, we've already experienced him as not being a very gentlemanly gentleman. So that was no surprise. But, but then, the one, the killer was the Tim, Tim. The, the other, the younger son. What did you imagine? That we would welcome you with open arms? Just the, she's ar- already flayed. Yeah. And you want to stick another knife in her. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, wow. So the moment that killed me about that was dinner's over. Larry's mm-hmm. been kicked out. Yeah. They're waiting in the car. Dad, come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Larry's just like, are you kidding? You, you didn't make them walk home? I mean, you were right. still going to drive them exactly. home? Exactly. <laughs> wow. And so Lord Merton and Isabel come out, mm-hmm. as we'll talk about later, the, the other incident is right. happening with Rose mm-hmm. on the side. And so Isabel is standing there. Lord Merton says, I hope that you won't hold this against us or change your mind Mm -hmm. and she says i just can't talk about this and Mm -hmm. i can't i can't talk about it now and i can't talk about it for some time right and she's very kind to him Mm -hmm. where she you know i think kindness is sort of the you know basis of who she is um rose walks by very happily she forces a smile somehow but her the look on her face as she stands there in the moment, mm-hmm. you know, not the the small moment at dinner, but the moment of, I think my whole life is changing yeah. right now. My, yeah. it, It's like my reality was here, yeah. but really it's here. And her entire perspective has shifted. Yeah. And the look on her face was so heartbreaking. I couldn't stop crying at the end of this episode. I really couldn't. I know. Well, it was reminiscent of the, well, I was speaking last week after Violet left the Druze and she'd realized that the baby's gone and all that other stuff. That look there. They, yes. And they, they, that's what I love about the show sometimes. Yes. Sometimes they just let the minute hold. And yes. they just, you just get to see it and let the actor play the moment. Right. And that's one of the things that yeah. we were talking about with um, this season, especially in the beginning, the series, mm-hmm. there was so much frenetic activity yeah. going on. We they weren't getting to live in those moments and that's one of the things that so many of us have always loved about Downton Abbey because they're devastating exactly and so she's standing there and that and 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 her her perspective has shifted and she's heartbroken yeah and what that just just, I really I couldn't stop crying I I know and you think about it and go what what was going through her mind what does this mean because what I hear is this man who's wooed me she used the term he wooed me and I'm happier for it and so she thinks her life is going off in this direction and then to have to deal with these two knuckleheads not knuckleheads they're assholes afterwards because how are you going to enjoy your life I mean I'm guessing you'll if she decides to marry him she will because they're not really going to be part of their day to day life no, but they could certainly make her life uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, they could. And this is what really ticked me off is why didn't Lord Merton say something more sooner and and yeah. really, really come to her defense and champion her and stuff like that. And I, I just went, what are, you, what are you, crazy? I mean, I know they're his sons, but he even makes the claim. He's trying to you know grasp his straws by saying they take after her mother, their mother, their mother all that yeah. kind of stuff. I'm going, what, why don't you just stand up? Yeah. Stop it. I, I don't know, other than... 
Julian Fellows is trifling with us again right, and allowing yeah. there to be an opportunity yeah. for. But I, his his feeble. Oh, the last time you were here, I had to apologize for behavior. Please don't make me do it. I'm getting awfully tiresome. I'm going. Yeah, really, that's way too many yep. words. No, no <laughs> throwing down the pit napkin. No going crazy. Yeah, but, you know, nothing. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I, I'm. I, I was shocked and. Yeah. You know, maybe it's just so that we can have that moment with Isabel. That's all I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, and even Isabel, at that moment, you talked about kindness. That at that uh, the moment prior to her making that uh, uh, the look on her face that you were talking about after Rose leaves, but she tells Lord Merton, "Don't blame Larry. He just he hates to have his mother replaced." She's yes. still trying She's to find the good. She's apologizing for him. She's still right, trying exactly. to find the good in him, even though she, he was just horrible to her, rude, insolent, the vitriol, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Wrong, 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 wrong. Yeah, wrong, still wrong. trying to. Win. Okay, no. Okay. That because that was so difficult. I wanted to get that one out of the way because I wanted. On the flip side of engagements, we have Rose and Atticus. Let's talk about yeah, engagements. Yeah, this one a much different engagement. Not an announcement, but certainly an engagement. Because and you know, and this is kind of fun because you know, Rose for so long has just been you know, well, you know. Sneaking away at night and going to jazz clubs and getting caught and, mm-hmm. you know, having, having somewhat of an affair with uh, the jazz. Jack Ross. Uh, Jack Ross, thank you. Uh, and then, you know, of course, she finds Atticus you know, while she's doing her noble work uh, with the uh, Russian refugees. Right. We, John and I had dinner together before yeah. this, and so there was a lot of rapid conversation between us. But one of the things that you were talking about was how Rose has sort of assumed the Sybil. The Sybil, yeah. Um, Sybil. The ingenue, you know, the young love thing. You exactly. Know, uh, Sybil was in a hospital doing her duty. Being you know, a nurse. Here, here Rose is doing her duty with yeah. the Russian refugees. So there's this, uh, you know, again, a nice parallel going on. Here. And it's, so you know, kind of beautiful way. young love. Yeah, it's very it romantic. Yeah, it's, um, and you can, you know, obviously uh, Sybil was with a chauffeur. Rose is with a Jew. So they're going to have some challenges conflict. and stuff like that. Which I actually liked the way that this was going because, you know, we first opened up the episode by meeting the uh, Lord and uh, Lady... Uh, Cindy, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, get to know who's on what side of the equation yes. in terms yes. of whether or not they're uh, wanting whether, this particular yeah, whether or not nuptial this event. U- the union yeah, will yeah, be exactly. smooth. So, of course, mm-hmm. the, uh, mom is okay with it. Dad, not so much. Yep. Uh, and we get to learn a little bit about them, which is nice. And we even had that nice moment walking up the stairs with Lord Grant, Grantham and Rose and talking about, you know. This is a big decision. It's a big decision. You know, it's best not to pretend that this is going to be plain sailing. Right. So, you know, obviously bring your mom into this, you know, because there's so much of, the, of today. This particular episode was, should we tell him? Should we tell him? Do yes. we tell him? No, let's keep him out. Yes. You know? <laughs> so, yes. And he's trying to say, look, bring your mom into this because it's not going to go well if you don't. Right. So, um, And if you'll remember, uh, Lady Grantham's father is yeah. Jewish and yeah. so and one of our um, viewers pointed that out on yeah. YouTube when she said that at dinner so. yeah um, no but last week oh beg your pardon in between the two episodes yeah. so um, so you know this is sort of territory that has been you know gone through That's by the fun. family before mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know they know that there's a little bit of challenge and mm-hmm. Sw- Lord Swindeby he does not look like a pleasant guy who's going to go easily into that uh, yeah, well, arrangement. I'm, I'm sure his family's had a tough life. And, you know, he's just beginning his position, uh, you know, and uh, they're worried. about And it's tenuous at best and everything like that. So he, I'm right. sure he wants things to go smoothly. And if right. not just for that, but for his son. Well, and think about it. I mean, if he is this sort of um, pillar of the community, of the Jewish community, and that's how he's establishing himself, mm-hmm. then to have is, his son marry out of it. Exactly. Is the yeah. community going to go move against him? Yeah, I'm sure that's a yeah. very important consideration for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And well, you know, the nice they, they don't pretend that it's not going to be challenging. Yeah, they're not. But mom thinks she's charming, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and she is. Yeah. And let's just face it: in the coming ups, we saw a wedding cake being yeah, built a wedding in the cake. background. Yeah, so there's so going to be a wedding. wedding. So yeah, and but is it going to be theirs, or is it going to be? Lord Merton and Violet. Oh, please don't I'm be sorry. ridiculous. It about, okay, it's going to be the young one. It's the young love. The young love. Yes, it was kind of fun to watch, though. You know, they were they were great. Giddy is all. Oh, the moment yeah, where still. yeah, it was just but cute was, and sweet yeah. and just what a, you know, young love engagement but I, I'm should going, be. I'm going, what? How, how, you've known each other for what? How many weeks now? Yeah, I mean, weeks. Know, yeah, weeks or whatever. And you've seen each other five times. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's been a few more that we haven't been. Yeah, but to. they're both super cute. Yeah, cute. And, yeah, sure. Why not? You know. Yeah, but they're so gung ho. Everything, but they're no, they know for sure. So. Yeah, well, and he said, you know, look, here's the deal. We know we're gonna, we know gonna we're gonna get married. Anyway. Let's just get, let's just yeah. head through it. But I was also thinking, look, look because of all this other stuff that's happening right now, especially with the Isabel thing, you, you got to do something to break up the, the 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 pain of all this stuff. So yeah, there was nice to have that moment of, uh, well, just. Joy, joy, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was really happy about that. You you needed it. I did. I was so upset about Isabel, but yes, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. So let's get to the other engagement that is now no longer an engagement. Oh, good lord! We finally got that taken care of. And weren't you wondering why did this take so long? Really? Because it seemed like after it all happened. Of course, I'm talking about Mary and Tony. Uh, and, uh, you know, that whole thing. Cause Tony at the outset of this particular episode says, uh, you know, she still wants me. And even if she didn't, I, I can't. When he's walking with, when he's uh, walking with, with Blake, Mabel and Blake. And, and, Mabel, and, yeah. and, and he says to Blake that, you know, uh, it would be dishonorable for me to, uh, let her go. And he yes. doesn't explain why, but Blake, yes. you know, says, look, like, I don't know. So, uh, right. But then he, but then Blake says, okay, I'm not getting anywhere with Tony. I've got to go to Mary. So look, just give him a clear message. Right. And Mary, you know, in, in her mind, she goes, I did. I've told him. And- uh, I can't be more clear than I don't want to marry you. <laughs> Please leave me. But apparently that's not quite well, enough. Uh, is it just because they slept together? And Tony goes, well, she's only saying that. But, you know, since we, I mean, since yes. we slept together, then because he even says to her that whole thing about, you know, you would a lady like you wouldn't have slept with me if you didn't know. So he's yes, really believing that? Yes, but I that? think that's ridiculous. I mean, I can't, how can I possibly relate? Right. Oh, because they're in a completely yeah. different time. Yeah. But yes, that's in theory his argument. Right. But okay, so Mabel and Charles come up with a plan. Right. Get, yeah, they, they get Mary to come up to London <laughs> to the cinema. 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 So that he can plant the kiss on her just uh, for uh, Tony to see. And I'm going, and then that whole sequence there right, right outside the door, I said, like, what? You know, and Tony's going, all right, all right, I get it. You so, didn't need to give me the tableau. Yeah. Apparently you did. Yeah, because he said if, you, if, I had, if I'd known me leaving, it would have been allowable. I would have done it. I go, what are you talking about? And and the, this, that whole sequence of everybody's realizing what's going on and talking about it, but not really talking about it, saying, Mabel's saying, let's go to dinner. I, I'm hungry. Yeah. Right. So his line was, if you would have told me I was allowed to walk away, I would have. I mean, yeah. that was the direct quote. Yeah, that was what you, you said. Yeah. Um, and I... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I felt like, okay, this is what we talked about at dinner. I felt like this is a little bit of a, you know, sitcom storyline. Uh-huh. You know, quick, come out here and kiss me. Oh, oh, kiss me. Oh. <laughs> you know, I mean, it just seemed, just it seemed a bit silly, uh-huh. you know, where, where the, the show has been very serious. Uh-huh. You know, a serious drama with little light moments here and there. And, mm. you know, let's go to the cinema and um, and kiss kinema. me. Out. Oh, yeah. cinema. Sorry. I don't, I don't know. Whatever he said. I, yeah. I don't speak British or Italian. Italian. <laughs> so 
there. Um, but yeah, you know, come out, kiss me. And then, you know, the, the walk by happens. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, it was just, I'm, I'm really I mean, it was a little... clearly staged. Tony saw it was clearly staged. But the whole conversation after was, really, that's all it took? I mean, you couldn't just listen to her and say she was not, not she had no interest in you and Charles telling you, look, it's done, it's not over. Well, and I guess Gillingham, I mean, Blake was saying, you know, you let him go and then you pull him back, mm-hmm. you know, was a little bit of his argument. I just I just felt like it was silly. Yeah, it was. Uh... We, we're going to get to... We're going to get yeah, to this. Well, no, because we don't have the other two ladies to give their, their brilliant yeah, input. Yeah. John and I are going to just rant for a little bit here. I'm just <laughs> yeah, telling him. I'm well, warning we, you now. Well, I think I know what Courtney would say. I do, too. <laughs> I know. We're going to speak for both of them, or at least for Courtney. So, but um, <laughs> I, though, that just cracked me up because it seemed like a whole storyline. Then it just stopped. That's why I'm saying it felt like a sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. And then wait, that's how you resolve it? That's yeah. it? That was just seemed silly. And then, then I kept thinking, well, you know, I, I'll, I'll start the subject now, uh, the topic now, yeah, because it, it has to do with this. It yeah. felt like you know the last season series, excuse me. Uh, we ended with Gillingham and Blake talking about. Thank you. Let the battle. Commence. Let, battle Let battle commence. commence. And there's been no battle really. No. There's been nothing in terms of a battle. There things. hasn't been. There's been no real love triangle. There's a little them. bit of you know silly drawing room humor going yeah, on, and, but and, no, certainly no battle. And I was like, what, you know, why why did you set all that up if you didn't really deliver on it? And then you know why not deliver on it because it's so rich with great drama you know again one of the things that we talked about was you know how much we love the courting between mary and matthew and it was you know on again off again and we got to see her ambivalence about you know Mm -hmm. should i or shouldn't i with him and and you know we could kind of see both sides sides of the story and really understand her argument of this is a big decision and then Mm -hmm. you know and then um Lavinia, mm-hmm. Lavinia dying and yeah. how tragic that was and that it brought them together. And by the time they did come together, we were just so happy mm-hmm. because it just really felt right. And Matthew yeah. had always loved her all along and always seen the good in her. And it was a great courtship. Mm-hmm. And this courtship is just like, it's again, it's like silly drawing room yeah. sitcom and bad situations. And I just was thinking, why choose this route instead of a battle? Because, you know, even... Blake even says he's out of the running. Right. And then he's going away for six months to a year or whatever. And so we don't even that even that's kind of like nothing. Okay. So I don't know that we need to go into predictions, but no. do but do you have a sense of where this is going? No, well let's talk about the rest of that at the, okay. At the end. Okay, okay, so, okay. All right. Uh, all right. So anyway, so that's let's move on from Mary to Rosemont. I mean to Edith. Because to poor, Edith. poor Edith. Hashtag yeah. poor, poor Edith. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's saying I that. read a couple of articles online yeah. just kind of catching up on the news right. and you know they start with poor Edith. Yeah. <laughs> Man. <it's, laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't avoid it now. No. Because right. it's yeah. Okay. So we open up the episode with where's Edith? Violet. Well, well Rosemont Rosemont in coming into town meeting again. Violet. Should we tell Cora? Should we tell Robert? Exactly. That was great. We have to tell Cora because she's a mother and she has a right to know. Yes. Well, should we tell Granta? No, he's a man. Men have no rights. They have no rights. <laughs> Check. Check. Yeah. I don't know what to say about that. I just you don't need a, to say anything no, because you have no line. right to I, say I, anything, right. John. I don't have a right to say anything. <laughs> Except congratulations because it's a funny line and I loved it. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. All right. Before they get a chance to tell Cora anything, you know, off screen, uh, uh, you know, Mar- Marjorie Drew decides to visit and yes. tells Cora everything. Yes. And of course, she's 
uh, well, what's the good term? Apoplectic. Uh, she's really pissed. She's highly indignant. Yeah, highly indignant. Uh, Cora's pissed is what I read. There you go, pissed. Mm-hmm. Highly indignant. But pissed in the American way, not yes. in the British way. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know what I'm talking That's about. That's why he said indignant. Indignant. So highly she indignant. admonishes Rosemond and uh, Violet to find out what they knew and what, you know, what yep. they would tell me and all that kind of stuff. So we get all that information out. Uh, right. What she knows. And I imagine she did feel completely betrayed. Uh, obviously, she did because later on she tells when, when the Violet says, look, I'm not going to sleep at all. You can trust me, and, and Corey says, oh. "How can you think I will ever trust you again?" Exactly, and and then she's and Rosemary says, says she doesn't mean it. Oh, uh, oh, it's the most honest thing she's ever said to me. And you go, oh, there you go, nice. So, and I, I think this is one of those things that Cora probably will hang on to for, I don't know. I mean, she for a long time. I, I'm assuming she'll eventually drop it, but this is something that is going to stick with her for a long time. Yeah. Well, you know, the, here's the first consideration: is mm-hmm. is that Rosamund and Violet were trying to protect the family. And I do get that. But right. we're talking about her daughter and her, grand- and her granddaughter. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And to not and, and to think that you shouldn't include her. With, but, you know, there's always, well, I gave my word that I wouldn't say anything. So Right. But they always break their word on, on stuff when it's really important. So you, you're, it's just so surprising that they didn't bring Corey in on this. Yeah. But then on the same thing, she says, you should have told me, you should have told me. But we won't tell Robert. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? What? Because we have a code. How does that work? Is, is it really because men have no right? Do you need to grab the book, the code book, the ladies' yeah, exactly. code book? Yeah, I don't understand. Okay, it's okay. You mm-hmm. won't. But she does, you know, Cora says we need to find Edith and find out what she wants. Right. So, but still, why is it not okay for, why is it horrible for them not to tell you? Meaning, why is it not right for Violet and Rosamond to, to, to include not tell Cora, Cora? But right. it's okay for Cora not to include Lord Grantham. It's just like, what? It's his daughter. It's his granddaughter. How, can, how do you make that argument? Because he's more concerned about his dog. Oh, well, okay. Good point. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I, I don't know. But, but you know, I, I think we just have to consider the time. That's yeah. all. You know, it was that there was a lot more secrecy okay. in certain situations at the time. I, I do love how Violet and uh, had said the reason why they kept it a secret is because they were just trying to contain it. They just wanted right. to contain it. And, right. I, you know, of course, the scandal and everything like that, right. which does make a lot of sense for them. And also, Cora felt the same way because when she went, goes to find Edith uh, in London and uh, Edith doesn't want to talk to her, she goes, okay, well, then we'll just talk it out right here. Yeah, right here in front of your employees. Give them plenty, it, it, th- plenty to talk yeah. about. So she knows the same thing. Yeah. She's clearly. So we have that moment where they do go to um, duh, the publishing office. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I think it's great that Atticus is the one that comes <sighs> up with it. He's going, wait, have you checked at her work? <laughs> Didn't, she, uh, Didn't she inherit, inherit this publishing? giant business? Yeah, we never we actually... And, uh, Truth be told, I nobody didn't else think said that. anything I didn't think about that. I, I, well, only because I didn't think that's where she'd go. No. I thought for sure she'd just sell it or whatever, or right. just you to handle it, and I'll go away. Right. But no, obviously, to her credit, she goes in there to do right by the publishing uh, firm or whatever it is. And I go, wow, nice. But I just love that Atticus is the one because uh, they've been saying for weeks the family's been doing it for weeks, just you know, disregarding Edith and not caring and not really paying attention to her. Well, no, yeah, except that she's only been gone for a day. No, I know. But even but those weeks prior, they they have no interest in her. What she's doing, they know no, she's oh she's off. So. Here. I, guess, I guess she's busy. They don't they don't really care. So it's true. It's that, and they don't even remember that she inherited the. No, because if if they had taken a second to remember that, they might have come up with the same right. conclusion. Because Atticus even says it's pretty obvious. Yeah, but they so don't care. yeah, that's what I mean. That's the point. It's like 
got it. He's right. And because he's an outsider and he doesn't have any of that history, he makes the completely obvious assumption. Because where the rest of the world would say, poor, poor Edith, yeah, he's just they crazy. go, it's just Edith. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Edith. It's just Edith. So there she is at the publishing house. Okay, and they right. take her out to tea. And then, so she's, so, Edith um, is coming Hatching her, a plan, yeah, right? Been, well, a couple, a day or two now, she's decided, um, uh, what, what is she going to immigrate to America? Yeah. She's going to de- declare herself a widow, raise a right. child. Right. Good plan. No, no, no. Because Cora has a better Cora one. has a better and plan. And I'm just going, okay. And then I, I hear the plan. The, the plan is, of course, to come back to Downton Abbey. And I thought for sure when Edith said no, absolutely not. I thought it was because she'd realized maybe this is not the best environment to raise my child in <laughs> because of what I've been through. But no, apparently not, I guess. No, no. Uh, Cora's idea, Yeah, uh, bring her back and uh, you have the Druze t- tell them that they can't manage the children right and since Edith has taken such a liking to her she'll bring him bring him into the right the downtown nursery yeah which I said was one of the that's scenarios a, that's right. that was yes again thank absolutely. you very much Tama, she hit that on the head you absolutely the said Drews that. like we can't afford this extra child can you yes. please take her <laughs> is that what you said something, that like, something that. like that I mean yeah it was, it was about them not that. being able to afford to right. raise this extra mm-hmm. child and of course that gets dispelled because Mary says just throw money at them and, and, and then of course Cora comes to the rescue by saying well it's not really about the money it's right about, can't handle right you know and then Rose Rose has the audacity to say well that's Sounds kind of flaky. <laughs> Sounds ridiculous. <laughs> like really? you would understand how what it's like. You it, would know, yeah. right? Well, with help, yeah, it's easy. Hence, yeah. these children. Yeah, it's oh, look at what a handful they are oh, as they run in God. for the ten minutes while we hang out with them right, before exactly. dinner. And even Tom points to that. Oh, and then everybody goes, "Oh yeah, you're oh right. you're right. They are a handful." Yeah. So, do you think it's a good plan? Okay, well, I, I think we need to talk about what happens next in the plan. So What's they that? get Marigold. They go on the right. train. So it's Cora. Oh yes, absolutely. Cora, uh, Edith, and Marigold mm. get on the train. Right. They arrive at the station and they see Mary on the platform. Mm. Holy heck. And Anna. Yeah. And Anna. Mm. Holy heck, we can't get off the no, train with this child because we've got her with her. So they get Mr. Drew to come on, take off the bags. Edith and Cora get off the train. Mr. Drew continues mm-hmm. on because the the deal is he's going to go to the next station and then come back again. Mm-hmm. They will come back to collect Marigold after Mary's long gone mm-hmm. and, you know, all will be well. Except Anna sees mm-hmm. that there is a child in with Mr. Drew. Right. Okay. So there's that. Yeah, but I, I don't know why they just didn't do this. You know, they're... Because it's a sitcom job. Uh, I know, why. I know. <laughs> why, why doesn't Corey just come off the platform and eat it with her? They go talk to Anna and Mary. Yeah. And while they're talking to him, Drew gets Drew off gets and goes the other child direction. And goes the other direction. What's yeah. the big? What's the big deal? Because it's a sitcom job, okay, and right. there has to be some crazy shenanigans right. that happen, mm-hmm. and you know. Mm-hmm. Oh God, masks and coats. I don't know. Okay, but so here, so did you feel the sense of dread with? Oh, well. Oh, Marigold but, yeah. being out of Edith's grasp. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything is implausible on the show at sure. this point. Yeah, exactly. So, so and they me- bring her right back into the Drew house where right. Mrs. Drew is really upset. Beside herself yeah. with, I don't want to let this so child much so go. So that she's gone up to the Downton Abbey. To right. To Downton Abbey. Right. But so... Okay, so we don't have to dwell a lot on this because it will be all figured out by next episode in theory. But, you know, Mrs. Drew was ready to flee with all of her kids 
in you know with no mm-hmm. notice mm-hmm. drew mr drew told edith that mm-hmm. yep. that that was what mm-hmm. it was going to happen so do you think that that could be what's going to happen next well at this point sure why not know, it right? makes as much sense as anything else i think it'd be it's ridiculous to if it did happen i would throw the implausibility flag like crazy yes. because i just don't think that tim drew would do that uh because no. he knows the plan and he agreed to the plan and i don't think that would be fair to Anybody it wouldn't be no. fair to his wife now that she knows who that child is, right? And how could you uh, keep abet the child kidnapping? from her mother? How could you abet kidnapping? Right. Just, I just don't see him doing that. Right. He doesn't seem to have. He has much more integrity than that. So, but uh, I can see her being distraught enough, meaning uh, Marjorie, right, uh, to take the child for a bit and, and then think about it and bring it back. But I, 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 I just have a hard time believing. But, but I did sense that I, when when they were thinking that they were going to put. Marigold back with the Drews. I went. Are you nuts? Right. Are you nuts? Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't. You know. Give her right back. Put her right back in Mrs. Drews' hands when she's already so upset about the whole thing. Yeah. And who knows what she'll do? Upset to the point where she told yes, Cora. Exactly. Yeah. I just didn't make it. Say. Yeah. You. This is not a good plan. Right. But I mean, the I can't. I cannot imagine that Mrs. Drew is going to be so. Uh, heartless that she yeah. will no. want to keep the child who she's had for a couple of years yeah. from her birth. Yeah, mother. now that she knows, and, be, and remember we, the, what she said to uh, uh, yes, Marigold, Marigold when, when she left. Leaving, this is your mother. She, you know, we could love her more. All that kind of stuff. So I just don't see that happening. Although yeah. I, I did think uh, it did raise some flags when they be ready to throw plan. your implausibility flag <laughs> next week. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, but uh, let's go back to the whole Mary thing because you just said that. Uh, you know. Edith being gone and Mary saying that at dinner. Oh, saying my cares God. Cares. But I love the Violet's line, you know, Violet's line oh, about, oh, oh, right. you know, my dear, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, lack of compassion is just as vulgar as um, too many tears. Too many tears Something and excessive tears. Yeah. Excessive tears. And I go, that's the kind of thing that I wanted the Dowager to say to, uh, or to stand up for uh, Isabel. Like, during right, during the dinner. Exactly. It's like, well, mm-hmm. where's that? You know? Yeah. But, um, my dear, a lack of compassion can be as vulgar as yeah. an excess of tears. So anyway, so clearly, yeah, Mary just gives it no credence. And who cares about, uh, from Mary's point of view, who cares about Edith? Oh, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. Cause she just Edith. Cause, and it's because she doesn't know anything. But still, I don't know how much she would care anyway. And and it's true. Lord Grant kind of cares more about ISIS. I know. I mean, that's what, it, you know, maybe not when he, I'm sure when it, of course, yeah, if but he had it, to choose. But, but, but on the day-to-day stuff, he's like, yeah, I hope she doesn't bore them. I hope she doesn't become too much of a nuisance. Yes. And all. It's like, that's how you see, he sees Edith. Yeah. And, and and rightly so, he's upset about ISIS. I mean, not, who wouldn't be? I And I was like, why is it? I don't want to see this. No. I don't want to see a dog die on Downton Abbey. No. I mean, but you, are we going to talk about that at yeah, this moment? Go, okay, yeah, so sure. the la- you know, ISIS has cancer, yeah. which is terribly sad. And, yeah. right, a merry thing. Oh, Papa, I'm so 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 sorry yeah. i'm so so, so sorry so about sorry. your dog dying don't really care about my sister's engaged well, husband i don't remember her saying anything about how sorry she was about the no. I mean, maybe she did i just don't recall it but that's how kind of pathetic it is yeah. I, I don't remember having any kind of you know sympathy care yeah mm-hmm. so, but you know but i understand i mean she should have it with the dog and rightly so i'm just saying well where was that well and isis sister? has been more of her life than, than uh, gregson uh, ever has been well, but not edith yeah i know 
interesting. But anyway, so the, the so the final scene about with Lord Grantham and Cora yeah. and him, you yeah, know, I'm ISIS. not cross with you, but yeah. I want to be with her because I don't think she, her, the dog, mm-hmm. Isis, the dog. Um, I don't think she's going to make it through the night. Uh, she knows that she will have someone who loves her on either side of her. Yeah. Between that and Isabel's look, I was like gone for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. too sad. Was too sad for you? Yes. All right. All right, well, then let's move off that. And let's let's to the move next. off of it. It was too sad. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know if this is much happier, but let's go on to Annabates because, you know, we've been talking about this from talking about drawing something out. This thing, this is now two series worth with this last season, this season. Uh, and we're still trying to figure out the, the final um, disposition of, uh, of right. the whole green scenario. Okay. So Baxter, uh, let's see. She okay, overhears so Mrs. Hughes ta- uh, and, ta- and Anna, Anna talking about the ticket. No, Mrs. Hughes talking to Mary. Mary Mrs. about the ticket. About the ticket right. and, uh, and Mary, of course, says she burned it. So Baxter overhears all that. She tries to tell Bates. Anna she, and Bates, yeah. yeah that, look, I saw the ticket. I know it wasn't torn. I'm willing to talk and say that. And, of course, Bates has no interest in that. He's just pissed off because she talked to the cops at all. It was like, right. what, what was she going to do? Not say, you know, yeah, you know. But, uh, you know, that's his position. So it's warranted to some degree. Um, but he's just not interested in listening. And it's it's funny that Mosley comes to their defense and Barrow yes. kind of comes to their yes. defense and stuff like that. So that was interesting there too. Uh, and even Barrow saying, look, just tell him. He'll understand. They all know, you know, if anybody would understand, it would be Bates. I had to say something because I've been to prison. They're holding that over me. I had to say something. I didn't give them anything that's going to hurt you. So, you know, I, I, I'm kind of on, well, I am on Mosley's side about this, where the, the idea that she stole for, not, and we've been talking about this for weeks, not exactly a noble cause, mm-hmm. but she didn't do it for her personal gain. Right. She did it, you know, what I did for love, well, what I did for love. But I'm going to argue that it is a personal gain because she just wanted to make sure that uh, she, she held kept on to that, that relationship because yeah. she was desperate for it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, to blow that out of your water well, the idea that um, you know, she—I I mean, I don't know. I guess it's—it's it's the idea that she's reformed. That uh, Cora knows. Yeah, everybody knows. That, it's on the open now. So, I mean, she doesn't have anything to worry. But again, her but, it, and, but to, I will say, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but sorry. the idea of doing it for love is more noble than doing it for money. In okay. you know, in some sort of weird, sure. you know, emotional judiciary that we've got. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's my argument for that. Right. And, and that, you know, she didn't go run off and I don't know, tour Greece with it or right. something like that, you know. But, and again, to Baxter's, uh, defense credit. as well, and to her credit, thank you. Uh, she's saying to Mosley, look, I'm not going to tell, defend myself. I'm not going to tell Bates because he has enough trouble and it's what good is it going to do anyway? Yeah. But and he has enough trouble rather than and she's right. Rights. She is right. She's right. She is right. And speaking of which, we'll, we'll real quickly gloss over this because uh, the the Anna and Bates start talking about because they think ostensibly that the this, the whole green thing is handled. That they don't think that he has anything to do it's with going to London. Like and stuff at like the that. end of the horror exactly. movie. So they start planning the future when the beautiful music so, starts they, to play. Let's sell the house in London, buy a house here. We can let it out. And All then the at the last minute. But wait a minute! It's not just that. <laughs> 
the murderer comes in with a knife oh, and kills goodness. them both. But everybody's talking about it. Everybody's, look, no, so I Pat know. Moore's got a house. <laughs> Hughes and Carson have got a house. Now Anna, Anna and Bates. It's like, Oprah, you get a house. You, you get, get a house. house. You, you get, get a house. So it's, everybody's going to be living out there by the, near Downton, renting out places. Right. So, right. and, and, you know, that's what I thought was interesting because they were kind of setting this up. And I think they're setting, he's setting this up for not next week, but for next season about what's going to happen. You know, yeah. Daisy, you know, she's she doesn't want to study anymore, but uh, okay, she gets the, you know, because uh, Barrow is the one that comes up with the idea to talk to Mr. Mason. Right. Mr. Mason sends the invite. They go there. He convinces her, no, you can got to keep studying. You got to, you, you, so you can do so much with your life, all that kind of stuff. So she decides she's going to. She, next week, we talk, she's talking about she's going to London to get a job. So, uh, I think all this is just for setting up next uh, year. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I, this is, you know, we discussed this a little bit off camera, but, you know, the idea that, um, well, it's it hasn't been stated yet that this is the penultimate season, but right. everyone is, we've been kind of assuming as we were going into mm-hmm. it, and not only you and I... We know will have another season. That's all we know. Do we know that? Has I it been renewed? That, I think so. Um, okay. Let's just say it has, okay. because... Otherwise, we would have known that this was the last season. But then even on the message boards, people are saying, I feel like this is the last season. And not just our message boards. I'm reading them Uh on on all kinds of places. And so – but I think the reason why we all feel that way is because it feels like the second to last season. It feels like they're just – he's just marking time and (laughs) – I'm sorry. I mean, it's rude of me to say it. So, You're talking about Julian. I am Fellas, talking about yeah. Julian Fellows. I mean, his storylines. And I, I just feel like, you know. He's drawing we, them out too much for you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this idea that the we cared so much right. about Anna and Bates and Green last mm-hmm. season. We were up in arms about it. It was an incredible storyline. Right. People, I mean, it, it made the news aside mm-hmm. from, you know, talking about the show and entertainment. It made the news. And we were incredibly passionate about it. Passionate about it. And, you know, I tried to get the hashtag to trend, you know, unfortunate hunting accident, and we cared. And now we're, we're, we're nearly to no. the end of this series. And we, have we green fatigue. We, we're sick of talking about green and we, he's dead. And so what? Let's just move on. Let's find yeah. something interesting to happen. Yeah. And I think that's terrible. It is. Well, it, 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 I, I don't know what he was playing or thinking or trying to create, but it seems like he, he kind of spent all his capital on the green thing last year to, to drag it out to a season's worth, I think was, it's, it's too much to overcome. I think we start to get, we just don't care. I, I, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I just care that he's dead. <laughs> and, you know, the idea that um, in the coming ups, we mm-hmm. see, we see um, Anna and Bates both in the... Cor- the jail right. they're not in jail but, but there are bars and bars. they are sitting yeah. there yeah. so uh, we know we're not going to go spend another season with the people in prison because it was so boring the season <laughs> that happened with Bates um, but I just you know it's either a bad sitcom right. storyline or well, and to to continue with that thought the idea that you know for instance uh, last series ended with um, not only was it let battle commence but it had Mary Going into that, uh, oh, the boardroom or yeah, whatever. For, what for? Yeah, basically a boardroom with all these men, and it looked like, oh wow, Mary, Mary, this is the world she's going into. She's stepping in as uh, more of a corporate 
uh, entity, not mm-hmm. entity, well, that's not the right term, but you know, more into the business realm than she was playing the lady. And none of that this season. I was like, why? Oh, she did she... point out to the expense of plans yeah, yeah, I know, on the, like, the, again, why set that up if you're not going to use it? Because it could have been a very interesting storyline as well to see her to have to, uh, you know, breaking barriers. That exactly. Absolutely. And have people, you know, yes, she's a lady, but they're going to treat her like a businesswoman and they're not going to, you know, who cares who she is? And it would give her the opportunity to play the kind of things that Violet does. Where Violet, right. you know, stone-faced, you know, so much is going on back here. And then when she does speak, yeah. it speaks volumes. Yeah. And Mary is her grandchild, grandchild and she's mm-hmm. got those genes right. and that that kind of mind. And we mm-hmm. could have seen so much amazing stuff coming. My other criticism about it is that so much stuff is happening off screen. Yeah. You know, well, it, it's, it's the, the green murder for one. But, exactly. It's the cardinal yeah. rule in screenwriting. Show me. Don't tell me. And all yeah. we've been doing is going, well, that happened last week. Uh-huh. And I thought I told you the other day that this happened. Uh-huh. And didn't I tell you that that wasn't mine? It was Mary's. Oh, you did tell me that. <laughs> instead, uh, you know, instead in, of actually seeing it, instead of actually it. seeing it happen. Uh-huh. And so we're all disconnected and we don't we just don't care as much as we did before. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Where does that leave us? Well, I mean, that, well, I mean, obviously, there's lots to care about, but the, uh, but I understand and I agree with you because you know I've I've been the one saying that a couple of times this this particular I know that's series. where I got it. Or kicking <laughs> kicking the can down that's the road rather you. than actually letting those stories be much more compelling because I feel like he's holding the good stuff for later and this is you know it's like we're only getting little bits of it and not enough of it. Not yeah, I, I mean, I just feel like we're marking time at this right. point. Um, well, speaking of marking time, we're running out. So I okay, need let me do some, some news. news. Okay, great. Let's do some so news and gossip. Ready? Here we go. TV news. I'm starting with a s- sort of sad story. Last month, Downton Abbey's David Robb, who plays Dr. Clarkson, spoke at a charity service of dedication at Norwich Cathedral. The service commemorated the 25th anniversary of Beat, a charity committed to beating eating disorders. Uh, it was held on October 22nd. The event was initiated to remember those lost to eating disorders and to, quote, honor their lives and memories with a simple, non-denominational service of remembrance and respect. During the service, Rob gave a reading to honor the loss of his wife, Bryony McRoberts, to an eating disorder in 2013. 300 people attended the service where candles were lit for those lost and personal stories were told. And a spokesman for Beat said, eating disorders claim more lives than any other mental illness and one in five of the most seriously affected will die prematurely. Um, Beat provides helplines, online support, and a network of UK-wide self-help groups to help adults and young people in the UK beat their eating disorders. Um, there's some beautiful video out there of him talking about his mm-hmm. wife and um, and and it's, you know, it's just very sad and mm-hmm. makes you once again love Dr. Clarkson. And, yeah. And it's just, um, I, you know, it's it's really good to see that things are are happening out in the world to help yeah. people with that um, challenge. That challenge, thank you. Uh, Downton Abbey is up in the ratings a little bit. Oh, nice! This week's show attracted an average audience of eight point three four million, up from seven point eight three million from the mm-hmm. previous week, mm-hmm. which is good, according to ratings count consultancy attentional and the more notable item about this is that downton beat the x factor in uk Whoa, last week there you go. Well, which is did. the first time that's happened in this series oh really yeah that okay, it beat the x factor okay, so it. so that's good news uh downton abbey is taking over the disney channel what well doc mcstuffins at least According to The Hollywood Reporter, Joanne Froggett, who plays Anna Bates, yeah. Leslie Nichol, who plays Patmore, Matt Milne, who played Alfred Nugent, Got it. Um, Nigel Harmon, who played Mr. Green, and Robert Bathurst, who played Sir Anthony 
Strahlen are all lending their voices to Disney Junior's animated series, Doc McStuffins. <laughs> their episode titled Let the Nightingale Sing will premiere oh, on Sunday, yeah. November 2nd in the U.S. and it will air in December so. in the U.K. In the episode, Doc and the toys magically travel back to 19th century England where they meet a young Florence Nightingale played by Joanna Froggett. There you go. So. Help her realize her dis- her dream of becoming a nurse. So Downton Abbeyites. Yeah. I mean, like gig. a whole slew of them. Yeah. Uh, thank yous and shout outs to Regina Mo- Montanola, Aaron Griffin, Lori Guthrie, Gemma Thomas, and Miss Ramey 100. Oh, and the story I talked about about how Atticus, um, Attic- Atticus, Atticus Aldridge. Aldridge got his name. Um, I tweeted that out and tagged Matt Barber, who plays him. And he favorited my tweet. Look at so that. Way to go, go, Matt. Uh-huh. Nice. Good deal. All so right. that's what we have for news. All right. Last words. Week. Anything? What are you open uh, for next week? Well, okay. So we see a wedding cake. There's right. going to be a wedding. Yeah. Uh, uh, mommy's going to be annoyed. Rose's mommy. Yeah. Um, she's, and she's going to annoy everybody. Uh, Anna and Bates are wearing awfully fancy clothes yeah. in the pictures that they've released for so, next week's so episode. They so they're, they're coming either, straight from the wedding. They were going to the wedding or it was. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anna's in a lineup. Mm-hmm. I think it's all going to be silly and ridiculous. <laughs> Not all of it. Not all of it. Not all of it. I really hope the green thing is resolved by now because yeah. I'd like to see the Christmas just, special be Isabel's right. wedding. Oh, there you go. Okay. I, I just want uh, th- things to, to Dr. Clarkson. Oh, what? <laughs> what? No, no, no. I, I don't know. I somehow would love to see Larry and Tim get their come up. Ah, oh, that would be so good. It would be nice. I don't know how or if, but that would be it'd be wonderful to experience. It would be. Yeah. And I, I, do, I want, you know, the green thing, obviously, I want to resolve. Mostly because I want to get back to the really compelling storylines that we've had in the past, the ones that don't take a whole, you know, eight, 16 episodes to... Right? What are they doing? American TV with 16 episodes? For goodness sake, that's ridiculous. Yeah, two series worth of ideas. So anyway. Um, yeah, I, you know, I love the moments where we get to really see some character development yeah. and... And, you know, there, we were talking about at dinner, there are so many moments that we cared about in yeah. past series, and there really hasn't been one this series. Not in this season. Uh, I, I mean, unless I'm, you count well, Atticus and Rose. But sure. I mean, really, no. come on. All right. So anyway, let's uh, tell them where they can find you. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Tamara Berg, T-A-M-A-R-A-B-E-R-G. Also, my website is TamaraCentral.com. All right, and the only place you can find me is right here next week when we for the finale. Another, that's right. Well, we'll bring wine. The finale before the Christmas show. Yeah, so, they call this the finale, I and that's the Christmas special. And then so. the Christmas special. So we'll be here. Hopefully, for the we'll next all week. be here. And I hope you tune in. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks, Thanks for everybody. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, cup of tea. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.